It's a real pleasure for me to introduce a, uh, an individual who's been a friend of mine forever and a stalwart in the cause for as long as I can recall. We were uh, riding along in a car one day and I was asking him how it was going. He said, well, this is the anniversary of the day I was shot. I said, so things have gotten better. <laughs> and uh, Jerry Adams has been uh, not only a leader, but it was the discipline that he brought to Sinn Féin that brought about a new day. And the Massachusetts congressional delegation, when Bill Clinton was preparing to offer up the visa that is historic in nature, the Massachusetts congressional delegation, I believe was the only one in America, every member of the delegation signed the letter urging Bill Clinton to grant the visa for Jerry Adams. He's prolific in his writing. I regularly read your work in the Irish Echo uh, weekly, but most importantly, I think that uh, as a leader of Sinn Féin, he was a leader in every sense of the word. And one of the hardest things to do is to tell your followers, you're not gonna get what you want immediately. And he prepared everybody for the road that uh, Sinn Féin would lead us on. And today they are the majority party in the North of Ireland. But I think it's also important. They are now the only all Ireland political party. And I think that much of that credit goes to the leadership of Jerry Adams and Martin McGinnis, who are well represented here today by Pat Sheehan. Jerry Adams. Thank you, Richie. Uh, I, I want to thank uh, Chairman Richie Neal and Billy Trangese, Mayor Sharno, all of the people who have put together this commemoration for the hunger strikers and all of our friends who have uh, gathered. I remember very well Kevin Young, Gohan Wai, and Kedur Abime and Shin. And an uh, ended John Boy O'Reilly, August Bishkaf the Moron, August and Ked, Fuckle the Hulaman, Shin, Bishan Yilga, the Faras and Asian Blasket. The first time I visited the John Boy O'Reilly Center in 1994, the first words I heard were in Irish from uh, a man from the Blasket Islands. And he greeted me, he said, Ked made a falsa wrote. And I was later asking him, how come there were so many people, so many Irish people in Springfield? And he, he said, do you know the way when you see birds flying and they're flying in a flock and then one comes down and then another one comes down and then more come down to join them? Well, that's what happened to us in uh, Springfield, Massachusetts. So it's great to talk to you again. Uh, I want to praise and commend the work of uh, Congress and Chairperson, Chairman Richie Neal over a very, very, very long period, and Billy Trangese and everybody else on the Congress who have stayed true to the Irish cause over a long time. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to deal in detail with the hunger strikes. I'm delighted that Pat Sheehan is there. He was 55 days on hunger strike and is much more uh, entitled and able to talk about that uh, than I am. But I want to say that I'm in awe of the hunger strikers. 
an absolute awe. The more I think about it, the more I reflect on it, the more I read about these uh, young men and the women in Armagh, women's prison, of, of what they endured, of what they put up with, uh, and of their huge generosity and spirit and resilience and determination. And, and, and in many ways, the hunger strikes were our 1916 rising. And I, I remember Richie Neal talking very movingly about the effect that the hunger strikes had on him uh, way back in the day, 40 years ago. So one of the big consequences of the hunger strikes was that it opened up uh, Sinn Féin, it opened up the broad Irish cause. It, it, it showed the pettiness of a British government. And, you know, we all sort of talk about Thatcher, but, you know, Thatcher may have been unique because of her particular personality, but, but there were many and are many Thatchers throughout our history. And, you know, we all come from the Irish diaspora, from the Irish nation, and, and we just believe that the British government should have no involvement in our affairs, that we can work out our own affairs to our own satisfaction and we can make friends and work together in equality with our uh, unionist brothers and sisters and, and, and build a new Ireland. So if you think back in the last 40 years, the one key major difference as we sit here, and I'm, I'm coming to you from the ways of Donegal, the one, the one key difference is that there's now a peaceful way to bring about Irish unity. Bobby Sands didn't have that. Pat, Pat Sheehan didn't have that. The, the men and women of 1916, if you want to go right back as far as the United Irish Society, back to Wolf Tones, none of them in the 200 years since then or so, had a peaceful way to bring about Irish unity. We have it. You can be assured that there's going to be a referendum on Irish unity. So be assured also that Irish America will have a role to play in bringing about that referendum because the Irish government don't want that referendum. The British government don't want that referendum even though it clearly is part of the Good Friday Agreement that myself and John Hume and Martin McGuinness and many others uh, negotiated. So that's, that's something for us to reflect upon, that, that we are the first, the first generation that could actually live in a united Ireland. And you could be the first generation, and, and Richie Neal is here quite often, one day he will come here into a free United Ireland. And you folks who, whose grandparents or whose ancestors couldn't live in Ireland could be the first generation of Irish Americans who could come home to a free and united Ireland. So what I would like to appeal to you all when you listen to what Pat has to say is to support Richie Neal and the other politicians in the work that they're doing. It's to support the friends of Sinn Féin and is to make it clear that, that you want the people of the island of Ireland to have their say 
and how we should govern ourselves. Who could be afraid of that? I mean, Richie has done great work along with uh, President Biden and Speaker Pelosi and standing up to Boris Johnson in defense of the Good Friday Agreement. So, so, so we know that all of those representatives are in the right corner in relation to the future. Don't leave them on their own. Make sure that every politician that you're in contact with knows that you want to see the people of the island of Ireland having their entitlement as set out in the Good Friday Agreement to vote on the future of our island. And that's how we're going to uh, move forward and, and make up for all the huge sacrifice that so many people have had to make through all the years and decades of, of, of conflict. And, and sometimes I hear, hear people saying, you know, we need to do this because of our Patriot dead, or we need to do this because of the hunger strikers and so on. And that's maybe true, but mostly we need to do it for our children. What all of the hunger strikers had in common, what the 1916 leaders had in common, what they all had in common was they believed in the future. We believe in the future. So let's keep going on the path that we're on and come the certain day that there's a referendum, let's make sure that we win that referendum. And thank you all for your attention, for your work. For Mila, 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 my Ogovigalyar. Many thanks to you all. And I'm sure Pat will be able to. Uh, explain to you through his life story what it was like to be uh, a young boy, then a man for all those years in the dungeon that was the hits blocks of Long Cash. Thank you, Richie, for all your work. God bless. Take care. Slan live.